listen to the Scott album I sent you, Nikki? I did listen to the Scott album you sent me, MD. Ah, let's spend like 20 minutes on that so we can not talk about other things. Do you not want to talk about the record today? What? Yeah, let's talk about the Scott record I sent you. <laughs> so, so today's Grammy Award winning album is Bomb the Music Industry. What was it called? Get Warmer? Be Warmer? Yeah. Um, it's about getting warm, and it was a good one. Um, yeah, you told me to listen to Scott. I listen to Scott. Now, listen, Andy. I I only I I have to say this is my only, uh, my only experience with a with what you defined as a ska record. Um, you said this was ska, and so I I this is what I get from ska. This is what I think ska is according to the one ska quote unquote ska record you sent me, which is. Um, what well, all I could hear was this was dad rock played by young people, um, but they're playing all of the notes wrong. <laughs> and then Jeff Rosenstock is just yelling from the top of his lungs. That's what Scott <laughs> is. That what Scott is? Uh, kind of. Not really. I don't know. It, listen, it was a good record. I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I thought it was fun. Um, it was a good time. Jeff wrote, Jeff, he delivers. Um, but he, uh, yeah, that's what, that, I, just cause they're not playing the right notes doesn't mean I think it's, it sounds bad. It sounded great. I liked it, but they were definitely all playing the wrong notes intentionally. Oh, I mean, you know, ska <laughs> is, I think ska as a genre, Nikki is supposed to be like that thing you do after school with your homies and you just, oh, like, like you're jamming. Oh, yeah, like, oh, you played the trumpet in band class? Ah, oh, come play come play on our Scott album. <laughs> I don't so, think it's supposed to be a big budget production. But, you know, there there's there's some more good ska. Like Kill Lincoln had a killer album last year. What are some of the what like when people say ska, like I know you have your definition of ska, but what do people say when they think of ska? Like are there particular bands from like the nineties? Like, who uh, I said it last week, uh, Real Big Fish is probably the first one that people go to. They yeah. did a concert in Syracuse before the world ended, and uh, I'm really okay, upset Phoebe I didn't go Bridgers. to <laughs> Calm down. Uh, yeah, no, Ska's good. I think everyone should listen to Ska. Get Warmer uh, is probably, you know, I can think of, like, I could probably one day do, like, my top 25 records of all time, and that would definitely be up there. The Jeff Rose, the kill the bomb, the music industry. Yeah, it was it was good. I, I actually I will listen to it again. I only got the chance to listen to it once. Um, I did like it. Um, I didn't write any notes because it wasn't a Grammy album. So I did. It's not an album <laughs> reviewing. So I didn't have time to write notes. Um, but I did enjoy it for the qualities. There were there were some interesting um, engineering things that were going on. Um, what really stuck out to me is on the first track, it started with a hard left pan guitar. Um, and then there was something going on in the right ear and then it all comes together. I like, obviously that's, you know, that's just like you know, a, a twist of a knob, but like, I thought it was really fun. Um, and there's some other elements too. I, I swear that I, if I recall correctly, there was probably some like electronic elements or like bit crushing or something going yeah. on there. Um, yeah, there was some, there was some interesting things. I did enjoy it. Um, but again, it, if that is what ska is, if that is the, 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 if that is the, your definition of ska, it sounds like dad rock played by people in their twenties, uh, playing all the notes wrong. I mean, you know, dad, dad rock is good too. Dad rock is good. Uh, sometimes when it's played by people 
that aren't dads, like Ska. People that aren't dads? I mean, most people eventually become dads. Yeah. Do most people become dads? I mean, at least, like, 20%. I'm going to Google this. That's not most people. That's... I don't know. I feel like... Well, if we're talking about people, if most people... First of all, there's 51% of the world is women. And so, by definition, most people cannot become dads. Uh, if, if, you, if you say that a, a dad is man. Um, but in terms of men, do most men become dads? The, uh, Google cannot give an answer. <laughs> First result, the, this is the average age of a new father. The, the average age of a new father is... Uh, what is it? It's, wait, it's gone, oh, it's 20, 27? Mm, clock's ticking, Nikki. No, 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 it's 30, 30, okay, the average, according to this 2017, the first article I found, do not fact check me, um, the first, the, uh, apparently in 2017, it says that according to a Stanford University report, um, the average age of fatherhood is 30.9 years of age. That's really late. 30.9. Um, oh, I mean, yeah. Uh, you, what, my dad, yeah, my not, dad had me when he was 30, so I guess that lines up. I'm pretty sure my dad had me in his, like, 40s. Or, yeah, 40s, probably 40s. Late 40s. He's, uh, a, he's so a boomer Nikki, for sure. Yes, yeah, so what are we, where are, why are we here? Uh, what I intro. really don't want to talk about this record. Why not? You, you chose it! I chose it because I didn't know what it was. I also had no idea who this woman was. Uh, or this, this band, this record. Yeah, no, uh, I chose it. We chose 1990s winner, uh, Nick of Time by Bonnie Raitt. Yeah. And, uh, Nikki, I don't have a whole lot to say about this album. Why not? Why I, not? It was a boring <laughs> experience. Really? Yes. I, on, Andy, I'm, I am so sad right now because I thought this was going to be the week we would finally agree. But I was, I'm clearly mistaken. Let's, let's get into it. All right. Damn it. Before we get into track lists and track things, just generally tell me, why, why, what, why, what didn't interest you about it? What, what made it boring? Uh, the themes and the lyrics, uh, the instrumentation seemed very typical. Uh, let's start off with the album cover. Uh, I hate this style. I hate this style of album cover. It's very 80s. If you look at... Now, I did, I did do a little bit of research on her. Um, if you look at all of her album covers, they're, they all ha- it's all just like the personality cover, you know, where it's just like yeah. a picture, like it's a picture of the person like looking some kind of way, maybe holding something or in some setting. Yes, it's um, her aging quite gracefully throughout her entire discography. <laughs> yes. Um, I, am, I personally am not a fan of these cover- covers either. Um, because I do not, I think that they, they don't really, like, I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like they don't really signify anything. Like, it, it gives the personality, sure, but, like, it doesn't really tell me anything about the record, you know? Like, especially this cover, I don't really think it tells me much about what I'm about to listen to. Honestly, I was expecting something a little bit more, like, uh, myth- uh mythical, I guess? 
I mean, there was definitely some elements on that on this record, but I, I don't know. I, I, uh, it's just, it's just, it's her just making a pose and smiling. Is yeah, she holding a like, horn? What is that? I thought board? it was like her finger symbols. Finger symbols? Is it? I don't know. Mini bongo. Maybe. <laughs> I really don't know. Um, but yeah, she's holding something, or she's got something like on her. It feels like it, it looks round on the front, and then it like it looks like a cone. But I don't know if that's just the way that her. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It, it it she's in the clouds or something, or like in like a gray London fog. Um, and she's just given a nice, nice smile. Yes. Uh so this album beat out nothing important. I'm gonna <laughs> be honest. I was looking at what this beat out, and I did not recognize most of this. Hmm. Uh The End of Innocence by Don Henley, uh The Raw and the Cooked by Fine Young Cannibal Cannibals. Uh, Full Moon Fever by Tom Petty mm. and Traveling Willsberries Volume 1 by the Traveling Willsberries. I the only name that I recognize is Tom Petty, who I haven't mm-hmm. listened to. Um so yeah, it sounds sounds pretty What are the genres of these records? Are they rock? Uh blues, I guess would be the big thing. Okay. Now I will say the Tom Petty record it did beat had like all of the big Tom Petty songs. Oh, really? It had Running Down a Dream, Free Fallen, and I Won't Back Down on it. Do we and like those Tom are like, Petty? I mean, I like those three songs specifically. I, do you recommend Tom Petty to me? Uh, I mean, I made you listen to Ska, Nikki, so I think I'll, make, I'll recommend anything to you. <laughs> do you think I'd like Tom Petty is what I'm asking. I think you'll like those three songs. All right, I'll I'll give them a li- I listen. Don't force me to like things, but I'll 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 check them out if you think they're good. Yeah, Tom uh, Petty. But overall, uh, it didn't beat out. Uh, it's not like when we went to the Adele record and it beat out like those four huge other albums. Can you? Would you mind telling me, like, because I know you're looking at it? Could you tell me what was the record of the year for 1990? Just to see, like, what was going on. Like, is there any songs that I would recognize um, that got big in 89? Yeah, I mean, this was Phil Collins, Another Day in Paradise. So actually, mm. like, a big thing. Allegedly. Who's Phil Collins? I fucking excuse you? Yeah, okay. Phil Collins is the Tarzan soundtrack. Which one? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? How am I supposed to answer that? You mean like the animated one? Yeah, what other Tarzan movie is that? I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen a lot of Disney movies. Oh, what the Except fuck? Except Atlantis, The Lost Empire, which everybody should watch. I Listen, I would devote a whole podcast episode talking about the plot of, Tarz, um, of Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Atlantis, The Lost Empire... When we finish the Grammys, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, yes, that's every, each episode, it'll be another 56, uh, 54 episodes devoted just to dissecting each aspect of Atlantis, the Lost Empire, starting with the plot, then the, the characters, each episode is a new character dissection and why they're important. We'll go to the storyboarding. I listen, I can't make a video essay. I don't know how to edit video. So I'm an audio essayist now. And that is what I will be doing. And then Andy gets to watch. Yep, great. <laughs> uh, so this album was produced by Don Waz, uh, who has a pretty 
impressive uh, discography. He's produced for Elton John, Iggy mm. Pop, Bob Dylan, and Bob Seger, which mm. uh, the Bob Seger makes sense stylistically uh, in correlation with this record. Now I do have to ask again, who is Bob Seger? Oh my God. I like that old time rock and roll. Sorry, Chief. <laughs> you and your dad uh, didn't listen to music together, did you? Um, the only records that I know of that my, my dad enjoys are the ones by the Beatles and by the Beach Boys. Great. Uh, so then, let's get into the track list, Nikki. Okay, let's start, let's start with the uh, opening track, self-titled Nick of Time, titular track. Um, I liked it. I know you didn't. Um, but I thought it was a great intro. I think it's a great intro to the record. Um, I love the chords all throughout this record. I think the chords are great. Um, the use of electric piano, electric organ, um, although it could have used more instrumentation as the song progressed, I thought, like, again, I've never heard her before, and so I thought her voice is just spectacular. I think she has an amazing, an amazing timbre, um, and I thought that just the way that she introduced herself to this record, I know, I thought it was really great. That's how I feel. I think this was the best song on the record, if that's okay. a thing to go by. It was uh, definitely a better better one of the tracks. I definitely don't think I'm the target demographic for this whole album, to be quite honest. Oh, definitely uh, not. Oh, definitely not. Oh, are you kidding me? No, of course not. Uh, but no, <laughs> it had some really nice ooze going on in this track. Uh, I think lyrically, this song held up really well. Uh, it was a really nice thing about like the passive of time. She said some really nice stuff about, oh, yeah, my parents are getting older and they don't really get it. Yeah, it was cute. I liked it. You know, I, Andy, I think the reason why you didn't find this record appealing is because it has a lot of, like, country interlaced in it. And I do not think you like country. Am I correct I, in, in saying that? Uh, I think country is bad. I don't like the genre. See, now, a lot of people will disagree... No, a lot of people will agree with you. A lot of people will be surprised by what I'm about to say, which is um, I, there are some elements of country that I really love. Uh, and maybe it's just from the fact that I'm just like uh, a rural kid from upstate New York. Um, but I, I grew up listening to a lot of country bops. And so I, I, I appreciate the merits it has. And I think the where it comes out on this record, uh, in most places, I, I do enjoy it because of that. Or it speaks to me in a in a in a in a way. I guess you could say. <laughs> sure, uh, Nikki. This is what. Listen, uh, the songs on this record is it's not a bad record. Bonnie Ray is record. is crying right now. She's you... not gonna listen to this. You say that about every person we listen to. Eventually, that's going to come back to bite me in the ass, and they're going to like DM you It's going to bite Instagram. me in the ass. Yeah, they're going to DM you and be like, yo, where's this little bitch live? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to his house, kick his ass, beat him to death with my Grammy. Oh, my goodness. With my Grammy. Um, it's definitely a dated record. I'll put it, I'll, I'll leave it there. I'll, I'll say that. Um, it definitely is a product of the 80s. Um, it's definitely like an 80s record. Um, and so for that quality, I don't really enjoy it. But looking at it from like, oh, this is an 80s record. I think I think it's a good 80s record. Um, this record is something that you would like 
find in a thrift store in like the dollar bin when you're just browsing. Yeah. Yeah. I find the. <laughs> you think I'd find this at Thrifty Shopper? You would like find it in like mint condition, untouched, just been sitting there for decades upon decades. I think you're. I think you're ragging on this record too hard. I think you're not giving this record. I'm gonna double down and say that I really like this record. I'm gonna be honest with you, Andy. I was. I was just listening to this today. I thought this is probably one of the better records that I've listened to. Um, since this is probably the my favorite record since Adele. I wouldn't consider that an endorsement. I really liked it, and I'm gonna keep saying that. And by the end of it, because of how our brains work, I'm gonna say that I love the record. If you're gonna keep giving me jazz like this, <laughs> Nikki, I would never give you jazz. You'd give me ska. <laughs> And you know what? It was better than this honky tonk bullshit that <laughs> it was. It's definitely a country single. This is definitely a single song. It has single power. It was a single. It's the most single on the record. And I do not. I don't. I do not like this as much because it was. A, it had some single energy. But it was still good. I really enjoyed the bass on this track. I thought that was good. The basses are great on most of the songs, I'll have to say. I really enjoyed the basses. I didn't enjoy the drums here. The drums on this whole record, I really didn't enjoy. I thought, the, for all, the entire track list, the panning on every single track mm. was just weird, and I did not get it or enjoy it. For, for the drums or all, all the instruments? All of the instruments. Mm. Yeah, I definitely found that the... Most of the songs the kit was mixed in a way that is was not appealing to me um most of the times we had low kicks but like the snares were really up front and so were the cymbals um mm-hmm. just like a little too much and so like yeah it, it, especially since like a lot of these songs were very not like they were like EDM but like they're definitely like <sighs> dance music or like you could dance to them you could get down um, yeah, if you think these songs are good, I'm sure you could get them. Oh, Andy, we're gonna, is this is this what we're gonna do in this episode? Um, I think no, but uh, like if you could, if like you were, if you were bopping your head along to it, you should have had that kick higher because you could definitely dance to many of these tracks. But with such a low kick, you can't. I, how am I supposed to feel anything at all? I mean, some might say this record invoked no feelings. In God me. damn it, Andy! I. <laughs> If you're going to say this about every track, we should just end the episode. No, no, we'll, go, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. We'll keep going. It's going to be great. Keep listening, listeners. I'm sure me and Nikki will make you laugh at least one more time in the next 20 minutes. Oh, my goodness. You're so silly. Um, uh, you have any more thoughts on this one? No, it, I, 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 no it, it was all right. It was just a, 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 not just because it, 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 it caught my ear, but then, it's, yeah, it didn't really have much substance. Most of these tracks, they're love songs. But let's continue. Let's move on to the third track, Love Letter, which I did enjoy, even though I thought it was mixed a little weirdly. Um, the vocals were low. The vocals were low so many times on this record. I don't know why. Bring, bring her up. She has a great voice. Bring her up. Um, there was a, a, a groovy bass, a thick slapper of a bass, some, some thick keys. My favorite part about this, this is probably my favorite song on the record because of just the big like chord hit with the, with the electric organ for the chorus. The, they just like the, just the chords are just bow. Um, and they hold it out a bit. And just the way that the, 
the drums are, are set up. It, it reminds me of um, like PS1 video game graphics. Um, I, sometimes I listen to these like 80s records and I'm reminded of like, um, like Spyro, Year of the Dragon, which was like my childhood video game, if anyone was interested. Um, remastered version out now on Steam and Nintendo Switch Store. Um, and it was great. It's a great thing. Um, I liked. I like that feeling from it. I like the feeling that it. Um, I think that also it had like these new age elements to it. I think some of these tracks, especially the Love Letter, had some like new age to it before. I think new age was starting to pop up around here. Um, I'm pretty sure at this point it was just called age. Uh, <laughs> you want you want to put in that that uh, that drum sample that yeah I saw you you do in the air. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was good. I like this track. This is my favorite track. How about you tell me how you felt feel about Love Letter? Uh, this track reminded me of, like, a TV intro. Okay. Like, it might be just because I've been watching WandaVision, but, like, this track just screams, like, 80s sitcom intro. And it was fine. I can, I can get I, that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have any real thoughts on this song. It didn't invoke emotion uh just like the next song cry on my shoulder yeah uh this song was boring as shit yes um some of the slow burners on this record i was not really a fan of i thought the i thought the chorus was nice um this also has some like new age elements to it but yeah it was a little was a little stale in my opinion um it was okay not my favorite that's what i have to say about it yeah Oh, that's it. We're done. <laughs> is that is that it? Yeah. Okay. Next track. Uh, Real man. Uh, I like the piano in this track. <laughs> Nikki, I'm really grasping at straws on some of these tracks, man. We we are polar opposites because I I this was the first track that I was really disappointed with because I thought the pianos were too thin. Interesting. I thought it was way too thin. Um, the harmonica was nice. The the chorus was just so repetitive. The real man, mm-hmm. real man. No, 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 You know, I will... Listen, listen. She spends all this time talking about what she doesn't want, and all she says is she wants a real man. What's her definition of a real man? Uh, big hat. Big hat? Big, big, big blue hat. Big blue hat? I don't know, man. Like a Bernie know. hat? A Bernie hat. <laughs> Anti-maga. You um, know, this, this album you would have thought would have been recorded in Nashville. No, it was recorded in L.A. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll accept it. <laughs> LA, really? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have thought Nashville. I mean, I would have assumed Nashville more than LA. Um, but yeah. Okay, fine. That's okay. There's the 80 snare on this on this song though. That that is mm-hmm. not okay. You hear that? The it- <laughs> I mean, yeah, I this record was from the 80s. Last week we did Paul Simon. So, we we're, did do we're, Paul Simon. We're balls deep in the 80s. Oh, God. Balls deep, huh? Yes. <laughs> Let's, well, we're having a grand old time, as it seems. Next track is Nobody's Girl. This one I, I, I really enjoyed, too. It was a bit more stripped back. Um, there was no, no drums, but that was okay. It was a nice contrast from the rest of the record. I thought the little... Um, the... the the strings at the end, like the high piano chord, I thought that was really cute at the end. I thought just it was 
piano vo- the uh, sorry the the um, the plucky guitars just playing throughout I thought it was a nice touch um and just impassioned vocals again I really love the vocals here I think they're really great yeah I mean this was probably one of my more favorite songs on the record I think the mm-hmm. simplicity really worked well in its favor uh lyrically it hung up pretty well yeah it was cute it, it came out this it reminded me actually of free falling by Tom Petty which was nominated for the same year Uh, Have a Heart is the next track, and I do have to say, it got me excited. I wrote an emoticon in my notes, which was uh, New Age Flutes. There was these flutes that were playing. I thought they were really cute. They're pretty. They're magical, Andy. There's a big delay in her vocals. I thought that was really cute. Chords, chords, chords. This is probably one of the best best songs on the record. It reminded me of Monkey Island, Um, and uh, that was it. There was a weird guitar solo in this track. There was, I, wasn't there? Yeah, I didn't enjoy that. It it just kind of like seemed like freestyle and unplanned. Yeah. Which why why are you doing that in this? For what I will say is a very polished record. Like it is for sure. Like the, it's very well put together, but like why is there just some random freestyle guitar solo in your studio record? I don't yeah. know. Maybe plan things out more, Bonnie. Don. <laughs> Don, Don Waz. Waz. Next track. These, I will say, these tracks are all kind of the same, and so I feel like we don't have a lot to say about them. Well, one, I know you just didn't like the record, but I mean, at least for me, like, it's hard for me to really articulate what makes these tracks so good over and over, or why I like them over and over, because they all kind of have the similar, similar elements to it. Too soon to tell. I wasn't a fan of this one. It was also it was another slow burner. There was just reverb only in the left ear in this song. Was and there? I, I didn't like it. I don't know what that mixing decision is. If you wanted her to feel like she was sitting like next to me on a bus and I was sitting on the left side of the bus. <laughs> but like it, it didn't work. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was yeah, it was, a little, it, was, it was a little simple. The beat was also really simple to me, as I found. It was just kind of like a simple, like, boom. You know how they do it? Just just chill. It's, it's, it's one of those slow love songs. Um, a, little, a, a little cliche, I found. Very melancholy. But yeah, it was a little... I was bored a little bit. Wow, Nikki, that's me on this whole record. This whole I, you know, Andy, record. I'm trying. I'm trying to be <laughs> the, the the angel here. I'm trying to be the left shoulder. Doing my best. You know, I hope that none of our like ten to fourteen listeners are big body rate fans and are just like really excited for this. I, you know, I wonder. I wonder what the big. I, I, I don't. You know, I've never met a body rate. I've never met a body rate fan in my life. I'll be honest, sometimes I listen to these records, and if anyone wants to know just what kind of person I am, um, sometimes I listen to these records, and one of the first things I think is, I wonder what Fantano thinks of this. Um, and I don't think, I really, I, I, I hope Fantano doesn't have a, has, just thinks that this is like the best record ever. He definitely doesn't. Um, but I think he would like it. Not saying I like it because Fantano likes it, alleged, in my mind. But I think Fantano likes it because I like it. And you're wrong. <laughs> Watch him. He does a, a classic review of this record. And he's like, this is the first classic review that where I hate the goddamn record. 
Next track, I Will Not Be Denied. Uh, the blues vibe on this one was okay. No, actually, I have a lot to say about this song. I was not a fan of it. I'm actually a little upset. The The mixing was terrible. Sorry to just, like, switch the energy. But the vocals were mixed really way low. The, there was nice bass vocals in there, but that, like, you know, it was okay. It was louder than the main lead vocal of Bonnie Raitt. Where the hell was she? The guitars were so loud, so loud in the mix. I don't understand what where what decision came in. They're so close, so much, especially in the left ear. Just so much up front. Way too ho. Um, way too much. And then lastly, the horns. There were some beautiful horns on this track. If only I could hear them. Where the hell were they? Bring them up. Bring up the damn horns. You know I'm a sucker for horns. But where are the horns? I want the horns, less guitar, more bass. I don't even know where the percussion how good the percussion was here it doesn't matter because i couldn't hear anything not compressed enough boo boo no compression give me more compression bonnie wham man i'm so glad i'm watching you start to hate this record with my own eyes that's not no that was just this track i love i love the next track don't you don't you worry i ain't gonna let you break my heart again i did like this track i did like um i thought it was great the pianos yeah, I mean, this was another more stripped back one. It was a cute little ballad. It was a cute ballad. It was very short, but I um the the reverb on her voice was bigger and more present than the one of the piano. Um, and I noticed that there was a bit of a, a disconnect in like the space or where this their spaces were. Um, it's passionate. Short. Actually, um, fun fact, I I found this um when I was doing some research for this record. The the person playing the piano was none other than Herbie Hancock. Who the fuck is Herbie Hancock? All right, so now we're even. Um, it's uh, he's a he's big. What? Are you comparing Phil Collins to Herbie Hancock? Okay, now you're gonna. People are gonna find out you said that, and you're never gonna get a job ever again in I any other dimension. Out. I edit these. <laughs> I edit these. I have the power here. You are more powerful than me. Um, no, Herbie Hancock. He's a very famous jazz fella um i i personally have not listened to a lot of his work but i know that he's very widely celebrated prop uh groundbreaking in the in the genre and all that um but it was great piano playing he was a great pianist on this track beautiful jazz piano um yeah it was it was passionate i loved her vocals here it was just short i just i wish it was longer it's the shortest track on the record it which is it could but... it could have been longer it could have had more sections more movement but no nah, it just kind of it's like honestly it's, it's it, it, of the three songs i liked on this record this was also one of them yeah, no, it's good. I liked it. Um, it definitely had. It was definitely weird to put it right before the last track, um, which is a complete one eighty. God, I hated this track. Oh my god, I hated the it too. This the was, road's yeah, my middle name. Oh my god, He's fucking the guitar I, <laughs> was just too twangy. The honky tonk bullshit came out and hits you in the gut with a frying pan. And this is oh my god. This is what hillbilly music is. <laughs> I have to say, I it bothered me so much that I did look it up. Her middle name is Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Road. Um, I thought lyrically, if it was a good closer to the record, but yeah, instrumentally, I was not a fan. Um, it it did have the elements of country that I'm not a fan of, which is like you're saying, like that sort of honky tonk hillbilly aesthetic. Um. And it just felt weird to end that, like, I, I it, it weird to, it, it, it weird, it felt weird ending that right after 
the previous track, um, where it was like slow and like really intimate and like really just like her just kind of being bare and 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 naked in that way. And then this whole like, I don't know, kind of felt like a get up where she's just like, all right, let's bring the band in together. Like I don't know, it, it was a weird thing. I felt like there needed to be either more tracks in between, or end it on that ba- ballad. You could have ended it on the ballad, um, honestly, or any other track. But it felt yeah, it was definitely. Putting them together was not no. Uh, this bad song, move. this this should have been like a hidden track, <laughs> hit hide it from the world. Definitely, uh, fits the theme of the record of being not that great. <laughs> you are so mean to Bonnie Raitt and <laughs> this record. Listen, I, this isn't a bad record. I've listened to bad music before. This isn't it. Uh, it just didn't. It just didn't stimulate you it's an easily digestible record i i'll agree with that i will agree with that i think we 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 listen now listen andy i think we listen to the same record believe it or not i think we listen to the same record but how we view the record like why like we listen to the same thing and we know what it sounds like but when you say it's digestible i like it because it's digestible um listen listen I don't think it's a bad thing to be digestible, and I like plenty of digestible he music. He says, sending me ska music. That's <laughs> irrelevant to the matter. <laughs> what I'm saying here is that the this just isn't my jam, and I didn't, yeah. I didn't connect with it. I think it's an actually good record. Do I think it deserved to beat Tom Petty this year? No, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I think different boats for different goats... And this definitely isn't the GOAT. Yeah. So yeah, Nikki, do you have any closing thoughts? I liked it. I There were some tracks I did not, I was not a fan of. Like, um, the, the Roads, my middle name especially. Um, thing called Love, Cry on My Shoulder, Real Man. But yeah, it was, you know... But also, I love, there was some good, I, I, I know I just listed like half the record. I loved a lot of the tracks, like Nick of Time, Love Letter, uh, I Ain't Gonna Let You Break My Heart Again, um, you know, like these were all great songs. I thought they were, I, I, uh, what I like about it is that I think they're great songs, all right? I think as a record, it's cohesive, it's thematic. Um, what I will say is that, like, they all sound the same, they all kind of blend into each other, and it does create that aesthetic that I know that you're not a fan of, Andy. Um, but I did think that it was, I don't know, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening to, um, I, I, I don't know, I, I like the, 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 the new ness elements that were popping in there. I thought it was full of color, even though the cover of the album was not. Um, I thought it was, it, it was worth my time. If was it worth a Grammy? Maybe. I haven't listened to those other records, but considering that this one won it, I mean, maybe it was the best one out of the bunch. I don't know. There were some good good hits on here. Um, I think it. I think it could be worth the. I think it. I think it might be worth the record. The the Grammy, Andy. I mean, it's a good. I'm not saying it doesn't deserve it. Uh, it's just. Damn, I hope this is, like, the lowest of the low of stuff we listen to. Come on now. Are you saying this is the worst thing we've listened to so far? It's definitely gonna be the lowest rating that I give. Really? Yeah, I think so Nikki, ah. Nikki, why don't, why don't you give yours first, then? All right, what's the number again? What's that out of? 1 to 63. 63? I always forget how many Grammys we spend. 
I'm going to give it a 44. Interesting. I'm going to give it a 44. I'm going to put it in the top. I'm top third. Um, that's how I, that's how I, it helps me pick up the score. Cause it's such a big number. Um, but yeah, 44, I'm going to give it 44. I think it was a good record. I think it was a good record. Uh, the country elements, I was not, there, there's some country elements I liked, some country elements I didn't. Um, but I just give it a 44. It's a good record, Andy. Yeah, sure. Uh, I give it a nine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Andy! Andy! Don't, no! Andy, Andy, I'm going to give you one chance to change your score. So then you do not do Bonnie Rate dirty like that. It is not worth a nine. That is such a mean score, Angie. You gave back on the block a 13. Yeah, a 13? That's, that's four, not a nine. That's four single points digit? different. Yeah, it's our first single digit score. Fuck you. You're going to regret saying that. All the Bonnie Rate fans in the audience, they are coming for you. Grab the pitchforks. Grab the pitchforks. Ladies and gentlemen. Listen, I wasn't the target demographic. I didn't enjoy my time with this that's record. Fair. Uh, you know what? That's fair. That's fair. I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't want to listen to this ever again. I, you know, I just, I, I guess why I, I'm, I, I am genuinely shocked by the nine is that it, it wasn't a bad record. If it was no, a bad it's not. record. It's not. If it were bad, I probably would have given it. All of these are good records, Nikki. We say that like every other week. They're all good records. So, well, I, I want to. Can we listen to a Grammy album that is that is agreed that is not a good record? I don't know if there are any. Because there's got to be at least one. Hmm. You get to pick this week. You I get do to get pick to again. pick again because you picked two in a row. Because I accidentally picked two. Eh, I don't care. Uh, but yeah, let let's fill out the end of this episode because this is a short one. I, what are you What okay. are you up to? What do you What are you, What's new? What's new? Um, I'm working on a new song. I hope I can release it soon because it's it's important now. Uh, did you write a saying. COVID song? I did not write a COVID song. I uh, I will say if to the people that know my music and that listen to it, um, I'm working on a new record this year. I hopefully it will come out this year. Um, but I hope. But but I wrote a song. I I've been writing this song for the past week, and I think it really captures how I've been feeling right now. Which is, um, to those that know me, I have just uh, moved uh, locations um, into a new state and a new place of residence, and um, it was a very, it's a very, very challenging thing to feel uh, to kind of upend your life and, and move on. And so I'm writing, I'm writing about that um, and how I'm thinking about it or how I felt about it before I left um, and why I chose to go. And so it's a, it's a ballad. It's a sad one. Um, it's really bringing out my vocal chops. Who knows if I can hit that soprano F sharp, but that's what I wrote in MuseScore. So let's see if I can whip that one out. Um, but yeah, I hope that that will be out in a couple, probably will be out in a month or two or three or f- 10. Um, but that's, what's, that's what I've been working on right now. Um, Andy. We're just talking to fill time. I'm like A lot of this uh, episode is going to be me cutting out background noise yeah, we had so many technical difficulties this episode, yeah, and room noise, and it's, it's okay. all on my end. It's no, well, I had a siren, so it evens out. Listen, everyone, share this episode with your friends, uh, so I don't feel like I wasted my time recording this one. Uh, so I guess I'll pick next week's yeah, album, do. then. Can you pick a bad one? Uh, you know, 
I don't. I'm not gonna pick a bad one on purpose, but I will. You'll probably pick a bad one anyway. <laughs> let's see what we got. Honestly, I wanna. Let's go to a decade we haven't been to yet. Let's listen to. Ooh, this will be a. Yeah, let's listen to 2006's winner, How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb by U2. <laughs> I think we can have some opinions on this one and not feel that bad. Andy, when I said pick a bad record, I didn't know you'd... You, like, I listen, I haven't even listened to you 2 and I know it's gonna be bad. Come on. You 2 Bono? I'm so excited. What's it called again? How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. By you 2 Are you kidding me? This shit is gonna... This sh- oh my god. 53 minutes? Alright, let's see if I can stomach 53 minutes of you 2 uh, I'm going to say a fun fact. Uh, U2 is the most hated band uh, by my, my, one of my favorite uh, electronic musicians, Dr. Paul Leary. Um, shout out for to good Paul reason. Le- for great reason. Shout out to Paul Leary, who hates U2 more than anyone else on the planet. I don't even know. That's, that's definitely not true, but I love you anyway, Paul. God, remember when... U2 had their songs uh, forcibly put onto everyone's iPhone. I heard about that. Um, I don't think it was this record, but it might be this record. It was definitely Songs of Innocence, which was 2014. Um, Because that was was around the time. We're already shitting on U2. The episode, it's not even his, their episode yet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm so very excited. That U2 is. That's just, I mean, yeah, not even talking about the music. That's just the legacy that they've left behind, um, which is unfortunate. I'm pretty sure their last record wasn't even bad by someone's standards. Um, he, he was okay on the, you know, U2 is featured on Kendrick Lamar's last record, Damn. Is that the one he won a Grammy for? I don't think he won it for the record. But... He didn't win a Grammy for this one. Did he? I, he won a Grammy. I don't know. Kendrick winning a Grammy was a big deal. He lost a Grammy to to um fucking white Eminem. Uh Slim Shady. Oh. (laughs) Alright, that's it. Give Macklemore a Grammy. Bye. take your photo off on your linkedin page yes why why are you looking at my linkedin page i dm'd an alumni over linkedin in hopes that i can get a job why were you looking at my linkedin page i don't know i don't remember you might have shown up when i you know when you click on the search bar it just automatically pulls up people without even searching i think you were on that list and you did not have a i I noticed your picture wasn't loading i was like where is his Where's his picture where he's smiling with the letters? Wait, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, a little bonus clip. Bonus, bonus track at the end of the da 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 da.